At the hungry heifer, we don't serve you no steer. Welcome to Vermin and Blood. We are talking about Critters 2. Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, I'm Daniel, joined as ever by... Anne. And we have two special guests, because this is a guest episode. Very special guests this evening. Introduce yourselves. <laughs> uh, hi, Sean. And I'm Punch. And they're alright. <laughs> they're okay. Alright. We're pretty okay. We're alright, guys. Well, Sean had the idea of watching Critters 2. Classic 88, maybe, <coughs> so it was... Yeah, but it's not. It's like 1956. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had so many coughs that last episode. But you were actually really sick. I'm still getting over it. Sorry. So, yeah, Sean wanted to watch Critters 2. So, so that's what we did. We did that. We uh, did that. Tonight we've also been drinking Shorts Brew Space Rock and... Spike root beer. Not your not daddy. Just, not your father's root beer. Not your father's root beer, which is a little carbonated, but still tasty. I wanted to make some kind of fancy drinks tonight, but Ghetto Kroger doesn't have uh, any good alcohol, so. Higgins <coughs> were slim. Ghetto Kroger's is my Kroger's. Yeah, it's Sorry, my Kroger too, too Punch. <laughs> and it sucks. And it sucks. It's <laughs> horrific. That's why I go to all these. <laughs> Need to start. I could do a whole podcast just on how much I think that Kroger is a racist organization because of how bad they are in our area. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There's All a cheese right. lady at the one up north. What? Alright, so who wants to do a quick synopsis <laughs> of this movie? And then we'll get Why into the fun... do it. Explain yeah, this absol- movie. Absolutely. I've only seen this movie like 38 times now. Although I haven't seen it in like 10 years. But... Um, Brad, the hero from the first movie, returns to town just in time for critter eggs to be discovered in a freezing barn because apparently in the Midwest it's been frozen for the last Is this supposed five to be years. Is that what they, well, yeah, they make reference, you know, like, oh, it's cold in this barn. And then they put it next to the heater and all of a sudden they start cracking. Ah, oh, I missed that. But there's that time. Times. We'll get back to the timeline. There's a timeline problem. With this movie. Well, there's a lot of problems with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Brad gets to town just in time for all the critters to start hatching and, you know, yeah. eating a lot of fast food, which I think is a deeper, you know, play on I mean, I really, what's happening in America at the end of the 80s. <laughs> we've talked a little bit. We all have some pretty great theories about this wackadoo little town, Grover's Bend, which apparently is a real town. It is. It's a little alarming. It's a little scary. If we ever take a road trip, can we please find Grover's Bend? <sighs> it's not that far. We can like make a no. day trip. We should make a day trip. A day trip to Grover's Bend. And see what it's at. You know what? We should Google Earth it while we're doing this. Do it. Oh my god, do it. See if it's still it's, there. It could still be the same. Time. To really give the setting, too, I want to point out it's Easter. 
Not just, it is Easter. And I, I always forget that this movie takes place during Easter, and this is a great holiday movie. Great mm-hmm. Easter movie. <laughs> There's not enough Easter something, movies out there. Something to watch with the kids. Movie. Yeah, definitely. So we have little critters. Um, crits. Little crits. Crits. Little crits. Little crits. <laughs> So also, from the last movie, the bounty hunters are flying through space, catching aliens, doing their thing, mm-hmm. and they get a message from the ball sack monster boss well, dude. alien guy. He's pr- I wrote, I love the alien. He's, He's so precious. funny. <laughs> He's but they get a message saying, hey, you didn't clean up all the crits, so you're not done. So the bounty hunters, we have, what's his name? There's Oog. 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 like that. Oog. So he's, he's the face. He's the faceless guy. And then there's Lee, the porn star. And then or... there's Lee, who the transgen. I space thought, gender. well, like there was a weird thing going on with Lee. And there was a weird thing going on with Lee and Ugg. Yeah, because he like, like, like really he was hurts. in love with Lee, but he kept calling Lee he before. So yeah, it was uh, you know they were they were dabbling. They were trying not to make it too... Teach their own. They were trying not to make it too... It was 88. They didn't want to be too obvious, but there was definitely... Some... <laughs> the one guy looked like a, like Tim Curry. Like I wrote that. Poor I man's said, Tim Curry. The person, <laughs> the person that plays it, I wrote exactly, a Terrence man looks like a poor man's Tim Curry. When he first took off the mask, I said he looks like a cross between Paul Stanley and the guy from The Room. But then later on in the movie, when the sun was shining on his face, I was like, oh no, he just looks like Tim, like they tried to cast a guy who looked like Tim Curry for this role. And I guess they kind of succeeded, because we wrote down that he looked like Tim Curry. So, good job, casting agents. (laughs) Nice work. Nice work. Alright, so, the local church who runs this town buys all these eggs from our homeless vendor, whatever you want to call him. He is an antiques dealer. Antiques dealer. He's an antiquities dealer. (laughs) He's a Um, fucking hobo. He's a hobo. (laughs) He has, like, a bar and a junk. He's got a He's bar. got the coolest sign. That would be so cool nowadays. It'd be so hip. And like have a, an antique sign made of rakes and stuff. And like a sweet little dog. But that is totally not up to code because it's just a bunch of sharp metal hanging like right over where you walk in and then right past it is toilet seats on the yeah, wall he had a with toilet bowl with toilet cleaners <laughs> right like the scrub brushes. You know what, Sean, I'm sorry that maybe, like, you don't appreciate that kind of art. That's fine. But, like, I feel like you're being a little judgmental. And maybe, maybe he really loved his wall of toilet seats. Whenever I see something like that, or, like, an Ernest Scared Stupid, like, junkyard lady, like, I really wish growing up I had, like, a junkyard friend. Like, that one older, not okay to be friends with person that just is wise. Why would you want to be friends? I said the wise part. Because... Wise people don't live in a fucking junkyard. Sometimes Wait, they do. I take it back. Yeah. Yep. You know who's wise and lives in a junkyard? Who? Madam Trash Heap from, from Fraggle Rock. Who was the Rock. wisest the wisest of the wise? They or would in, go to her for advice. Speaking of Jim Henson also in the labyrinth, the like mean but wise trash lady that carried yeah. around on her back. She's just mm-hmm. real grouchy. Yeah, that's true. She wasn't very wise. No, she's, she's just real grouchy and greedy. I don't like that lady. So, there's a bus driver at some point, and he references the little critters as space porcupines. And I, I wrote that, that out, too. Cute. Jesus Christ, go ahead. And I also uh, kind of just want, either want, like, a little army of critters, or I want to, like, have the ability to do what they do, which is 
just shoot quills out of their body. <laughs> like, ugh, I would love that. If That's I could the best ju- part. Like if, if you some- could just roll around and eat all day, that would be amazing. Well, I, yeah, I mean, that's how they, that's how you Somebody, get me. It's the same way they get them, them at the end. <laughs> Big barbecue, I'd be like, what? Yep, I'm coming out of hiding. But, like, if I could just shoot my quills at people that piss me off, <laughs> I would be in heaven. I would be in heaven. <laughs> A world worth living, definitely. Oh, my God. Can someone work on that kind of technology for me? Shoot quills? Yeah. Yeah. What? Shoot quills that make people who upset me go to sleep. Like, that's all that it does. I just want it to hurt them a little. Not even (laughs) bad. Just like, I want them to be like, oh. That was uncomfortable. Yeah. That somebody just shot a quill at me because I must have really really been offending somebody by my jackass attitude. <laughs> we I just must have been a real jackass. God damn it! All right, so Easter. Let's roll into that. Let's <laughs> roll into Easter. <laughs> Rolling like right those crazy eggs so, rolling down the hill. And that's you know first and foremost, there is just a big quality control problem in this town because mm. nobody asks what the eggs are. Yeah. Nobody cares yeah. where they come from. They just paint them. They look like dinosaur eggs. They, they step on one green goo. Oh, honey, your egg. Yeah, like, no one's one. like, one these eggs are rotten. They would be They would be seriously calling Just for Easter. Them. It's not like they're eating them. I mean, I think now we're looking at this, though, after seeing Game of Thrones, which they kind of resembled dragon the eggs. dragon eggs a little bit. Think about this in 1988. Nobody knows what Game of Thrones dragons and eggs are. Nobody gives a fuck. Those are just crazy eggs. Like, I wish there was a scene in the movie where somewhere. someone tried to make an omelet with them. Like, cracked it open and then the Greek goo everywhere. That would have been It would have been great. Would have been great. <laughs> I'm starting to think that maybe there is actually something wrong with this place in the universe, though, because Grover's Bend doesn't exist. That movie thanked a town that does not exist. Okay, well, thank God that it <laughs> so doesn't that exist. It shouldn't world. exist. That place is awful. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's, it's like this dusty. weird town that everyone is... It's weird. It's strange. It's There's two stores. Everybody's milling around in the square There is all a the hardware store full of dynamite. I think that sounds just fine. <laughs> I just think... A I hardware have... store full of dynamite with a town with no mind. Uh, yeah, true. no shit, Punch. Like, that to me sounds awful. Do you know where I don't want to be? In the town square where just everyone in town has access to unlimited dynamite. Get me dynamite. the fuck out of there because yes. I don't want to be yeah. around that. No. It would have made more sense if they went to, like, the crazy old hermit's house to get the dynamite. Yeah, even that would have been, you know. Yeah, yeah, and they would have got some entertainment work. from that guy. I mean, oh, this movie, too. On the wall. He... This movie had so many. Like, oh, that guy. Actors. I don't know a single one of their names, but I can tell you, like, five movies that every single person in this fucking movie has been in. Can't tell you any of their names. But the mom from Detroit Rock City and the landlady from um, Kingpin. Oh, you know, oh, she's yeah. a crazy character actor. Mm, she's I would in not this. Have caught that. There's Harv, who is played by that guy who always that plays guy. the grouchy cop or ex-cop who's really drunk and pissed off and angry. It's like the cop from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. There's the dad of the girl. 
The dad who owns the paper. Yeah. The paper. Who kind of resembles the dad from Elf a little bit, but he's not the dad from Elf, but he looks like I him. Was. You know who <laughs> you know who I'm talking I about. Thought it was. I think he was maybe like on the Bob Newhart show too, which is a kind of a dated reference for everybody born uh, yeah. after nineteen seventy five. It's even dated. <laughs> I mean I was born in nineteen eighty two. Are you clearing your throat? Because you want to explain what happens at the Easter Church situation. Go no, ahead. I was carrying my throat. I know you were. I know why. <laughs> References. What happened? There. What happened? <laughs> Tell us about the church. Oh, the church where the rabbit comes barreling through the window at the time <laughs> the priest mentions. Uh, yeah. You know the ghastly whatever in white cloak. <laughs> That's the best part <laughs> Which, of this Easter movie. <laughs> it was, but it only lasted for like what. Maybe twenty seconds. The rabbit hits the ground and seems over. I wish there was, was a little more my, to it. You this know? Is one of my theories too. This is where one of my theories comes into play too. What's your theory? Was that when the Easter Bunny crashed through the window onto the altar in the church? It's symbolizing capitalism taking over. Um, Religious making, holiday. Yeah, making spiritualism not as important as money and things. Oh, you had a theory about the deeper meaning of the story. Deeper meaning. See, at this point, as soon as I noticed that his his suit was zipped up, and then everybody was like, oh, it was a farming accident. Like, he was clearly eaten alive, and it was a farming accident. They live in Pleasantville. I think that they live two towns over from Pleasantville yeah. in that universe. They live in the Hoboverse. Like, if everyone was poor in Pleasantville, that's where they live. I also have another... This feeds into a theory I had, too. I don't think... I think this is actually the Crits land, and this is an alien race of, like, weird human creatures living there. Because they never leave this town. They talk about how, like, they're the closest newspaper for, like, 60 miles. Only a bus comes in and out. They're stuck in a time period. Oh, so like, well, there's no Earth, and that's why Grover's Bend doesn't even really exist. Yeah, it's they all, like, the Crit universe, and they're taking it over. Like us, nice. yeah. The critters are like, what are these humans doing here now? Yeah, we need to get rid of them. What the oh, fuck? They have cheeseburgers. So <laughs> That's how they knew what the cheeseburgers. Maybe were. we could. <laughs> so what we're coexist together? Like, okay. So critters is kind of like uh, you know Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. They just never made the series where critters take over. What's the one where they're blue aliens? Very big, James Cameron. Avatar? Yeah, it's like Avatar. Avatar only critters. I think you mean uh, Fern Gully. Yes, it's Fern Gully. <laughs> it's Pocahontas. The way we're Sorry, James Cameron, you fucking ripped off of Fern Gully and I know it. I and know you ripped it. off critters. How do you sleep at night, James Very Cameron? Very rich and happy. In your 5,000 thread count <laughs> sheets surrounded by gold and maids. <laughs> fucking dick. Sorry, I didn't write down his name, but we also got introduced the Hungry Heifer to that also character actor with the voice. Oh, yeah. Like a momo shake. He's in Greece, and he's one of the kids in Polar Express. He always talks like this, and he has glasses. Come on, you guys. He's in Rockadoodle. You guys know who he is. That guy. Okay. He's the creepy kid who went to everyone's like middle school. That whole scene, I was thinking about how good Rockadoodle is. I never thought it was Such a good movie. Rockadoodle is a you fucking great movie. You have to make this sunrise again. No, Rockadoodle's a brilliant movie. And really. you know what? I have to really <laughs> hand it to animated movies in the 80s and 90s that weren't Disney movies. Because 
there are a lot of fucking good ones, and they don't get the credit they deserve because Disney just comes in and is like, oh, I'm Disney. I'm going to make all the movies. (laughs) I also want to give it to alien movies like this in the 80s and 90s. Like, I was thinking, like, The Navigator. Flight of the Navigator? Yeah, stuff like that. Like, they don't make alien movies like that where it's, like, a beautiful, like, I know this is Critters, but, like, a ship coming down and being peaceful and just really, like, funny, jokey, Mm -hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mac and sure. Me. Yeah, another good like eighties, nineties. Like, <laughs> what was that? Spaced Invaders. What do you mean? Like, that's the name of it? That you? Have you guys not seen Spaced Invaders? No, Spaced it's about a bunch of stoner aliens who come yeah. to Earth. And make I think I have. They like yeah. one of them wears like a bomber jacket. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Space or like my mo- stepmom's an alien. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. My stepmother's an alien. alien. They don't make movies like the that. the Duck an alien? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Power of the Duck. He's an alien, yeah. Got really off topic here, but that's really, <laughs> really great so, 80s, 90s horror. Like, I got a question to ask you guys. Who do you think would win in a fight? Critters or Gremlins? You know, I actually put that I wanted to see a Critters vs. Gremlins movie because I feel like they're cousins. Yeah. I feel like even though Gremlins would be a little scared, like they're a little too intense. Like, you know how you have that friend you don't really invite to a lot of parties because though you have gremlins. fun with them but sometimes. See, like, what it's gremlins, too dark. The Gremlins takes too would whoop the fucking I think ass. Gremlins, I gremlins from the first movie would. Gremlins yeah. from the second movie. They were soft. They're hilarious. Oh, they I want to say... But the first movie the first Gremlins, those were fucking evil bitches. killer. Yeah, like, they were. I don't find out. Gremlins. I mean, that the light, terrifying. the water, the eating. I mean, if they no, eat Gremlins together, there's gonna be a lot more Gremlins than critters. So I mean, just you know, the alone. Gremlins Spike kill was like scary. One person in both movies. They yeah. kill like one person each. Whereas critters are wiping out They're dozens. They're vicious. They're taking out a whole town. Yeah, critters were kind of. Or Gremlins were kind of. Uh, Kind of little jokesters. Critters have more teeth too. They, they look have like evil. three rows. Of they have teeth. all of the teeth. Like, but they're yeah. fucking smart though too though. Critters are fairly smart, sadly, because yeah, they're really dumb they about really being smart. They can't use their hands and stuff like the gremlins can. No, gremlins they can't. are like, like little elves, like yeah. little evil elves. They can do a lot more shit. You in know, this movie, they, they don't hold weapons. They do all kinds of celebrity death match. Stuff. They have you know, like they, they know how to drive a spaceship. They speak, and I mean just alone. You get a gremlin wet. You feed it. You put it in light. There's gonna be more of them. Yeah, critters. They they just they can't get the ball. They just get in the ball. Yeah, they that's get in it. the big ball. The gremlins, <laughs> the gremlins could do that if they were just like. You know what? They get the fucking smart guy from the yeah, second I mean, Gremlins they got, movie, and he's like, "Why don't we all just form one God, giant?" I fucking gremlin. love the second Gremlins movie. Yeah, the thing about the critters fighting the Gremlins is it would just be a never-ending fight. They would always be fighting Gremlins I just don't because they be can multiply. When that happens. I don't so want even to... if they could win, they would just be fighting them. Well, forever. critters just lay eggs. Well, yeah, they Although Gremlins would be faster. Yeah, they multiply. Yeah, the, the critters. Yeah, actually... the critters got to grow up. Delayed eggs. But they just eat a meal and they're big. I feel like the critters, they don't go out, like, searching for havoc. It just happens to get in their way and they're like, oh, here it is. I feel like the gremlins are like, we're going to get into some shit tonight. Like, they're looking for shit. Yeah, the critters are led by their hunger. Like you say, yeah, they just want to eat. Something comes by and they're like, let's eat so it. So a giant cow gets in their way? All right, we'll fucking we'll eat it. it. Whatever. So some the gremlins are gonna ride guy it with his junk shed is here? All right. We'll Do you know where gremlins came but from? I don't know. Where did you eat the guy in the junk shed? They just... So 
In World War Two, there was a bunch of planes that kept having issues, and pilots would blame gremlins tearing up the stuff, the mischievous monsters, which they never saw, and they blamed it on all kinds of like medical stuff going on at the time. But that's where the like thif, or the theory and myth of gremlins came from. The thif. I like oh my the god! Thif. I can we make you a new word? You made the a thif. word. The thif. thif. The thif. The thif. The myth theory. The myth theory. The theory myth. The theory myth. No, but seriously, critters are are more dangerous because gremlins always did it by accident. They like cut the fucking power, but they would do it by like dying. On the power, whereas critters are like, no, we're taking the phone lines out, and we're taking it out across the street. No one, no one leaves town. It's That's like true. their first <laughs> no initiative. survivors. No, yeah, no survivors. survivors. Like we're gonna make sure nobody can leave, and then we're hitting that burger joint, and then <laughs> and then we'll fuck with people. Anybody <laughs> comes around. They can't go anywhere. They're all gonna go Clap. to church with too many windows, and no one's watching the kids at ever. all. At all. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. I have to, I have to read the best line from this Do whole it. movie. Let's hear it. So wait, okay, who's who's the guy? Who's like the space guy? Ugg, who's, there's Ugg and the Charlie. Go, is Charlie's the good one? The, the yeah, like he's the he's, bud. He's the human. He was like the alcoholic. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so he's friends with what's his name? Brian. Yeah. What's the kid's Brad. name? Brad. Brad. Brown. I don't know. Some fucking name. Mr. Brown. So they're like good buds, which I mean. I don't know. It seems creepy. weird that you would let like your middle school, early oh, high said, school, in the first age movie it was even creepier. Was creepier be in the buds with an alcoholic middle aged guy. Well, in the first one, he was a drunk who would like work on the farm sometimes, and he well, was always trying to like he was always trying to like hide the booze and sober him up and like Charlie, you gotta get to work. He was always trying to help him. He was real creepy. Well, he said he said to Brad, Brian, Brad, <laughs> Brad. <laughs> Brad. We'll you know, they're that. like having their little heart to heart combo and he goes I gotta go where the cosmic winds blow me and I said, Yeah, to jail because you're a fucking bird. <laughs> like, don't be friends. <coughs> Men, I just So you're saying Charlie was a like, pedophile? I'm just saying he's teetering on listen, what she's saying is he's a middle aged <laughs> alcoholic who hangs out with a young I'm just saying boy maybe your intentions maybe articles. your intentions are great. Maybe maybe you just really do wanna like be a positive role model for you know, some kids who maybe need like a strong male role model. That's really great. But like also it really looks weird to most people when, like, a middle-aged dude who's not married and doesn't have kids of his own is like, oh, yeah, I'm totally, like, buds with this high school boy. That's weird. That that raises red flags I think for it's me, a time period thing. Yeah, I was going to say this. When I grew thing. up, our landlord was an alcoholic middle-aged dude, and we would go hang out in his garage, and he'd hang out with us and talk to us and show us his nudie calendar, like... I, well, I also lived in a town very similar to that. That's, <laughs> I was going to say, it was a, it's a movie from the 80s about a town stuck in the 50s. Like, this is totally normal. It's just weird. This, is how, weird. this is how the Keepers happened. Because oh, <laughs> no God. one was allowed to talk about anything. <laughs> oh, my God. You watch, you watch the Keepers? You just hang out Holy with Uncle Charlie. Fuck. The God town with secrets it. gets critters. So we also haven't discussed at all the transformation to the nude model. Oh, yeah. And how all of her clothes fall off. They but like then they work still. Rip They're off. functional. 
And then they go, like, they fit still back on. So there's, yeah, there's like they a... They refashion themselves <laughs> in the whole tearing off. A dropped Playboy on the side of the road. Or Charlie is a hell so of a sad. And so our little, like, alien friends come down, and the one can, like, shapeshift, basically. and But he has to be looking at what he's changing into. So, oh, God, they look at this Playboy, and... He turns into a fucking chick that is from the magazine, tits popping out everywhere. I also didn't notice the staple until this time. I didn't notice the staple either, but I also had the thought after a little while that, like, this is probably the best follow-up work that a Playboy model has ever gotten. That girl... You get a call like, hey, we had this crazy idea for this horror movie, and we want you to be a bounty hunter. I read that she's not actually in that magazine. No, that was that centerfold. She yeah. had two words. She spoke three words the entire movie. Kill Christ. Yeah. Kill more Christ. Kill more Christ. Right. Yeah. She had three. No, but she. But then again, so five. So she <laughs> she turned into the annoying voice dude for a minute. That looked really great oh. as he was walking around in the skimpy outfit. And then she almost turned into Freddy Krueger. And uh, I know I was mentioned hoping this. that would happen because they're both New Line Cinema movies, and they both came out in the same time period. And it was like a promotional thing they tried to do. Yeah. And that's. Interesting. So, like, with this... Get their this... own product place. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to see Freddy Krueger now. Nightmare on Elm Street. When you guys watched this when you were young, was that, like, a pivotal boob moment for you guys? Like... I remember, like I was telling you guys earlier, like, the only thing I remember from a child watching this is how terrified I was of the stool scene. Okay. Of the creepy junk rat I'm guy. I'm always interested. So well, no, this movie no. didn't come out when I was a kid, so... I, yeah, well, that's true. And my parents <laughs> would let me watch, like, creature features when I was young, but they didn't let me... Like, Freddy was a no until a little bit. Because Freddy was more edgy, you know? He would, yeah. like, shoot you up with a bunch of heroin needles. Like, my parents wouldn't let me watch that. But, like, monster movies, they were fine with an eight-year-old watching, which, again, kind of goes back to the date. <laughs> I think my pivotal boob scene, which is really weird, is my mom rented Cool World because she thought it was a cartoon movie. It's the one where the animator yeah. goes into the animated world and yeah. falls in love with his Jessica Ra- I love Cool World. Yeah. I've never So, watched. she didn't know what it was. Me and my brother were watching it, and he was much younger than me, and I was like, oh, this is very adult. <laughs> This is awesome. I've never watched it. I don't know. Don't say anything. But now that, yeah. you, now that you've said it, my pivotal boob moment, I think, is Species. Because my mom took me to see that in the theater, and I oh. remember like, oh, getting a few seconds Ow. of titty before my mom like put the the, the That's goggles on. That's a full-on sex movie. She just put the full-on, like, you Dang. just, and we're going to just put you my just hand over my your... I always yeah, got you the hand over the eyes, too. We'll let you watch a bunch of people just get shot up and murdered, but yeah, but no, tits. no yeah. shit. Don't let don't <laughs> let you see don't the, let the guy's boobs. butt. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well. So boobs, guys. Cool. <laughs> so let's talk about some of our like amazing conspiracy theories that we came up with for this because I feel like we had quite a few. I well, first I think that this. I think that every surreal movie or TV show takes place in a different universe and a different world. But, like, I think that this takes place in the Hoboverse. <laughs> it's just where everyone's piss poor. No one has money. There's no cell phones. No one owns a fucking flashlight. Everyone's walking around with torches. It's 1988. Like, they have 
No commercial fast food. They have the Hungry Heifer. There's no McDonald's in this town. Every car is like from the... Every car is like like from the 60s to up to like the early 70s. Yeah, the only... The only clothing you see that is like indicative of the decade it actually is filmed is the leotard that like the mom wears or the teacher wears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And outside of the very minuscule like soundtrack where there's a little bit of hair metal, there's nothing. There's no culture in this entire movie. Except for Freddy Krueger. He's the only culture in the whole movie. Yeah, Freddy. I think, um... And the reference to Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was the Van Halen reference. But then he calls it elevator music. Yeah. <laughs> so the dad who owns the paper, he has right. the two daughters, Sarah and the little girl. Mistrust. Sarah says she's a senior in high school, but she looks like she's about forty years old. <laughs> Whoa, I'm gonna say twenty-five. The sis, the little sister is like eight to ten. The mom is nowhere to be found. Isn't it the redhead, or is that just his assistant? That's just his that's assistant. That's his assistant. Oh, that's true. So. Single dad. Two, okay, but why the big age difference between the daughters? Different moms? So, but why are they with the dad then? Holy because shit, clearly, the yeah, moms he, died. I've never gone this So far. he's killed both of his wives. Or, <laughs> or what I think is way more small town, the little girl is actually the the older sister's daughter, and then they played it off like she's her little sister. Classic oh. small town move. Don't let the town know that you had a baby. We'll pretend that your mom had it, and it's your sister. Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm on to it. Oh, and I also think that critters are uh, an analogy for meth in small towns. Coming in and just fucking shit up. I think critters have beautiful hair. You notice that their hair was so luscious? It's always, and it's greased, it's like yeah, back, it's, like, it's very, yeah. You would think it would be must and dirty from rolling around on the ground all day. No, but it was like clean. They probably groom themselves and each other, like monkeys, kind of. Oh, yeah. like, I want to see like the... Because they have huge tongues. The, the, the National Geographic like video on critters. Critters and their natural <laughs> habitat. <laughs> here we see the wild quiet. <laughs> In his oh natural habitat. But what would be their natural habitat? It would be like a burnt out burger barn. Right? <laughs> yeah, like an elephant. I would imagine this, this this burger factory was shut down due to low health standards. They were freezing the burgers and the cheese and the meat all on speed racks for months before shipping it to the one burger joint in town. Like there was something really wrong with that place. I imagine it's more like uh, Scar's, like hideouts in Lion King, yeah, the like the dead graveyard. bones. Yeah, the elephant graveyard. That's what I imagine the Crits house being like. No, but they don't Crits bring house. their food back. They just eat and go. They wouldn't have bones. Maybe I feel like they eventually got rest. Why not rest in the bones city that they made? Bones. 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 All asleep wherever they're down. eating. They seem to not like bones. Oh, that's true. No, I thought they wanted bones, and that's why they didn't want the cheeseburgers. This no. brings me back to Hoboverse, no. guys. The critters this never the have guy. a home. They just eat and fall asleep. The guy wake who turns himself into So then the they're critter. harmless, so then they're yeah. not any more dangerous than gremlins. They're grifters. What I feel mean? like if you did a super cut of this movie and took out all the jokey stuff, this would be a terrifying fucking movie of just, like, critters actually being terrifying I had the thought, like, halfway through the movie of how scary this movie could be, because, like, we were talking about the giant plot hole where they all just 
roll by the 20 people standing out in front of the church. Like, not one of them was like, hey, yo, there's a bunch of people there. I mean, but like, yeah. But, you know, it kind of makes sense that, you know, if you did it today, it would be like that scene from... This, I think it's the second Jurassic Park where they have to go through the, the fields raptors? and the raptors are in the field. Oh my god! Oh. It would be like that, but with critters. So like people would just be getting picked off left and right every time they leave to go somewhere. Yeah. There's like four of them with torches and twenty people. Like bodies would be dropping. I feel like. But the yeah. bodies. I also that made me think the, the torches again. Dirt road in like the Robert's the mob head. mentality that was going on made me think of Universal Monsters. So I feel like it's in that universe, even though it's too jokey. Because mm. everyone was so mobby. Like, let's grab pitchforks and torches. And torches. We're all yeah. coming. But I didn't really get. I mean, like I know in action they were mobby, but I didn't really feel it. No, they were all just. <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> Right. I didn't feel that though. mob mentality really, like they should have. I didn't had. feel the anger. I yeah. felt like it was just We did a feel show. the anger no. when they went to hide out in the church and everyone turned on the city boy, which you wouldn't even tell he was a city boy if he didn't have that earring in. Yeah. Like he looks like everyone else there, but he's a city boy. My we most, don't trust them. My most concerning part about the church scene was that the guy with no face walked in and nobody gave a fuck. Like that blows your dude... whole thought of religion out. There's an alien here with no face. Some dude just walked up in the room <laughs> I was in. I don't care if you're in a church or yeah. what. Like, if you walk into my area and you don't have a face, <laughs> and there's also little freaky balls of terror rolling around outside, I'm going to be like, what the, f- what the fuck are you? Please tell me what's going on. So what, two Why years ago, face? when the town got attacked by critters, no one saw the critters? And it was just the boy? farm in the first one. Okay. So yeah, this, like, it's just the crazy the police, boy saw critters. The crazy police guy saw it too, but no one believed him. I mean, either. frankly, I feel like this town... <sighs> deserves to die. No, they oh. are all on meth. Because... They're not as freaked out as they should be. As they should they keep sweeping things under the rug. Because they're nobody has on net. If they're not they're on, on camera, net. there's like that same scene in the church. As you're noticing that no one gives a shit about the aliens, I'm noticing that everyone is just eyes forward. There's no sermon going on, but everyone's sitting in the church just. I don't think they're all on map. I Sounds think it's like present-day politics, Bible huh? thumper kind <laughs> of mentality. Like, Bunch you know. of fucking Trump supporters <laughs> in the church. <laughs> yeah. That's the third time in the I know, every episode I'm always like, Trump sounds like a fucking Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, so, you fucking sucks. Sorry, I can't. Rump rally going on at the this church. This is my platform. So are the critters the bad guys in this Trump movie? Sucking. <laughs> critters are quitter. Crit, quitters. quitters are critters. Quitters, quitters are quitters. Are quitters. <laughs> quitters wow, are. Oh yeah, quitter. I'm just trying to make an analogy to present day events. There could be, we could do a fifth Critters movie where it happens today and then in the aftermath, it's really about what happens directly after Critters because no one has fucking health insurance. I get it. No, I, <laughs> There's no fixing the Critters injuries. I get, I the know. Walking Dead except Critters. Oh, I know. Critters except their toupees of Donald Trump's hair. I would actually, I mean, this is off what, not what you're saying, but I would love if they actually tried to remake Critters. I'm not a big fan of remakes either, but... I think... No, I've always wondered why there's never been a Critters remake. 
All right, so wrapping this up. <laughs> I was about to say, Anne has taken this, like, the whole thing. There's a whole side. I, I Now I want to actually see a movie about the Grover's Bend Gazette and the dark things. That I want to know. I think we should do some investigative journalism and go to... What if, like, you get a call, it's like, Grover's stop investigating. Bend? Yeah. <laughs> now, I hear you've been Grover's looking at the Grover's Bend. Grover's Ben doesn't want you. Every time I put well, it in. no, I think that the, the scarier part of this whole thing, though, is that in 1988, they made this movie, and they thanked a town that doesn't exist. What happened to Grover's Ben? Well, I think maybe that was just good filmmaking, though, to make it be like, good oh, filmmaking. it's real, guys. It's real. Get little kids going, Mom, we don't want to go to Grover's Ben. I'm sorry. Can I just take a moment to recognize no. you believe that... There's a good storyline, a good possibility that the the owner of the Grover's Bend Gazette may have had sex with his first daughter and had no! a second daughter after killing he both of his. Have, no, he's not the father. No, he's, I think he just he killed their I think mothers. he killed. I okay. think he killed their mom. Okay, so still double murder kid. mystery. That's solid, but not that Grover's Bend existed and not does <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm just telling you what what is like pinged off instantly with me and it's that I'm sorry why do you and your daughters don't look a thing alike like there is something going on there and I yeah. think one's got dark hair maybe critters three will investigate that a little more I just feel like you're in danger just all the time now because you're so tuned in to like this like this like murder mystery nonsense that like if I if I killed someone the first person I'd be like I gotta I gotta deal with Anne now Anne's gonna figure this out so fast shit together like real quick Anne's gonna be like wait where were you it doesn't take you that long oh I am like that too you could stand over an autopsy of an alien and be like so how did he die no, Danny like really knows. Like, he'll, he, no, they he call like her. Phone cord and he know. went in his car and he was like, oh, here, plug your phone, charge your phone or whatever. And I'm like, whose phone cord is this? What the fuck is this? I'm like, where did you get this phone cord? Like any, I, anything, <laughs> anything. So yeah, I'm sorry. When there's two people who clearly are not siblings and there's no moms to be found. Yeah. Questions are raised. Like. You killed your wives, I know. Alright, so we should wrap this up. Uh, tell us some stuff that you're actually afraid of. So I like to ask guests. Like, things that really fucking freak actually you out. Actually afraid of... Okay, so when I was a kid, I watched uh, The Vanishing. And I think it's honestly probably the first horror movie I watched. I think that's why I got into horror movies so young. We were, like, camping and it was raining. And somebody had like one of those thirteen inch TVs with the VHS. So I guess you weren't really camping the, then. If you it was had camping, it was glamping. Whatever. <laughs> Glamp. I'm telling a story here. Um, so anyway, have you guys seen The Vanishing? Oh, fuck you. I think I have. Really fucked up movie with uh, like Sandra Bullock and yes. Jeff Daniels. But anyway, so what happens is they accidentally get involved with this serial killer who buries people alive, and those scenes were horrifying. So I'm scared that like being buried alive. One of the few things that I'm like, that'd be awful. Please don't. I've said before that like one of my most favorite scenes in a movie ever is the scene in Kill Bill, <clears throat> the second one I think, where, oh, she's where she's buried in the box. 
I think that's like one of the best. It was really things. well made. So I remember being in the theater when it's just completely dark and all you hear is her breathing and it feels like forever. Just oh, like her, awful. like you're like. Sorry. Oh man, I'm feeling this. Wait, wait. Pines, what are you afraid of? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. You don't have a fear. I, I, I fear. I fear water. All right, that's. Fair. I mean, I grew up. In Southern California, I grew up a surfer, but I was always scared of the water. Water's nothing to fuck with. Only because you can't see what's under you. And just thinking, you know, some people are like, oh, are you afraid of sharks? Well, I'm not really, a, I'm afraid of sharks, but I wasn't afraid of sharks. You're afraid of You know, it was just being out there and not knowing. <laughs> I guess I'm just, my fear is just not knowing. I'm more afraid of just, like, the power of water. Like, I almost drowned when I was, like... 20 some years old in six inches of water yeah. because I could the waves kept knocking me down and I couldn't get up yep. like and I was on my back imagine how scary it would up. be even if you could breathe somehow if you were just sinking in the ocean like you're fine you're not dying yet but just like to see everything just gone like going <laughs> the can ocean I, is a scary place can I tell just real quick I had a really fucked up dream one time that kind of had to do with this uh basically it was all this weird stuff but my, the female members of my family, like my aunts and grandmas and everything, made all of the younger females kill ourselves, <laughs> but so we either had to, no, this is like fucked up, we either had to like <laughs> jump off this like super high cliff and we were all in like these white robes and our hands and our feet were tied or they would shoot us. So like I chose to jump off the cliff, so I was like, I jumped off the cliff, and I was, like, in the water, sinking down, like, because I was tied up, and, like, somebody, whoever was behind me in my line was like, oh, fuck you guys, I'm not jumping, you're gonna have to kill me, so they, they shot him, and threw him down off the cliff, and then, like, the water all started turning red and shit, and, like, that's how I woke up, was, like, sinking into out. black as, like, the water turned red. That's terrifying. It was that awful. Is... You want to hear a really scary story about something like that that actually happened? Yes. No, I'd rather hear about my dream. So, I don't know. I don't know if we ever talked about it, but I had childhood epilepsy. I used to have seizures. What? When I was a kid. I yeah, didn't know they that. never knew why. Uh, it happened a couple times when I got sick. Um, it would usually, like, precede... Uh, or be preceded by a sickness, so I'd get, like, really bad flu, and then I'd have seizures. Um, but we were in uh, Burt Lake uh, State Park up north in Indian River. We were camping, and I woke up one night and was, like, sweating and shivering, and uh, long story short, I had a seizure. So the next day, I felt a little bit better, and my uncle wanted to, like, make me feel better, so he took me out on, like, this was, like, early 90s when Sea-Doo's were really popular, and they now had Sea-Doo boats, which were tiny little speedboats, very small, and he let me drive, because in Michigan, I had my boater safety at 12, Yeah. yeah. and we had, there were four-foot waves, it was, like, a really choppy day, and we were, like, hitting the waves, and I was driving the boat, and I had a seizure. And we went 30, 40 miles an hour on, like, hopping waves. And then Mm-mm. all I remember was, like, trying to grab at the throttle, and then I woke up on the beach. Damn. No, thank you. No, thank you. So, thank you guys for being, <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast. Is there anything you want to plug, businesses, for the couple people that listen to this, in case you want to sell something? 
Uh, as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to talk to Anne about, I'm going to pitch her on a horror movie idea that I have. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I'm going to pitch you on (laughs) buying land and getting furniture stuff. You want to pitch that? You got a website? No, I don't have a website. Okay. We're too lazy to have a website. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Alright, well thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, Anne. Again. Oh, you're so welcome. For being awesome. It's just a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And have a great night. Bye.